We've all been hurt. We all carry scars. We can all overcome these things and be healed through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Let's build that relationship together right here. Welcome to Healing Scars with Pastor Burton. Hey everybody, welcome to the sanctuary. So great to have you with us as always. And if it's your first time joining us, let me just take a moment to say welcome. So this week I was I was run down. Okay, I, I had to I had to go get treated for a respiratory issue, um, and, and it didn't leave me with much time to prepare a proper sermon or a Bible study for y'all. Um, so instead, what we're going to do uh, this should actually be a little fun is we're going to look at some common questions that get sent to me uh, on a, on a regular basis or that are asked. Um, you know, when I'm talking with people. Um, so, you know, these are questions that some of you may have as well. Um, so while this isn't our norm, it does give us a chance to see the word in action in our daily lives. And, you know, quite, and quite frankly, you know, kind of how we, we operate here as the church. Now, um, some of these questions, the answer is fairly straightforward and easy. Some of them we had to kind of deep dive into uh, to get into the meat and potatoes. Um, and that's what we're actually going to do here with this first question. So the first question is this. It's so hard to remember all the commandments. Is there an easy way to memorize them? So to start, let's actually, and I will say yes, there is. Um, so, But to start, let's Let's take a look at them real quick here. All right. So the easiest way to commit them to memory, um, we're, we're going to look at next. So first, we're just gonna actually going to look at the Ten Commandments. And you'll find them in Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 21. Now, depending on the translation of your Bible, um, this can be really, you know, quite wordy, right? So we're going to break it down just a little bit more. You know, uh, I, I want you to know where to find it, though, so that you can look at it for yourself. Because like I said, don't just take my word or anybody else's word. You know, uh, we all need to be students of the word. So I encourage you to to look this up as well. All right. So um, broken down nice and easy. It's you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make or worship idols. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. And finally, you shall not covet anything that belongs to your neighbor. Okay. So there's a lot there. Some of you probably have your highlighters out and are going through there and marking up your Bibles right now too. And that's good that you should. All right. So... You know, even breaking it down as simple as, you know, what I just did, it, you know, it, it can still take time to memorize. And let's face it, sometimes memorizing things is a lot easier for some people than it is for other things. You know, for instance, some people are great with remembering names. I'm horrible. I typically use word association, quite frankly. Um Matter of fact, here, here's a great example from when I was still working at the hospital. Um, we had uh, a couple of girls who came in to clean uh, regularly, 
right? You know, sweep, take out the trash, all that kind of stuff, right? And, and I thought I had both of their names down. After nearly a year, one of them was out sick one day. And so I asked the other lady who was there uh, about her, you know, hey, is everything okay? Notice she hadn't been around for a little while. And I said what I thought her name was. And I thought it was her name because it's what I had been calling her for months. And she said, who? Oh, you mean so-and-so. Oh, they're out sick. And I found out that I had her name completely wrong. So a little egg on my face there, right? So when she came back, you know, I apologized for not having her name right. And I asked her, you know, it's like, you know, all this time, you know, you've let me call you by the wrong name. You know, why is that? And she said, well, you know, one, she thought it was kind of funny. And two, she did not want to embarrass me. So needless to say, I mean, I was a little, little, mem- uh, little embarrassed anyway. And, and, you know, memorization of certain things isn't always the easiest for us at various points in our lives. You know, like I say, you know, I'm horrible uh, with names, but, you know, um, when it comes to, you know, different things in biology or, um, you know, history and all, I'm, I'm pretty good at calling out that kind of stuff, you know, but we all have our, our nicks, you know, um, you know, my, my wife, for example, is great at math. Most people hate math. They're like, nope, I got a, cal- a calculator in my phone. I'm good, right? Um, whereas you could throw numbers at her and she's like, oh, this is the answer. And, and she has it down. You know, she can explain fractions and decimals and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, she she actually, you know, uh, got her initial degree in accounting long before uh, she became a teacher. That's how into numbers she is and how, how um, you know, they come to her. You know, that, that's definitely in her gifting. So... I, I digress. Rabbit trail here. All right. Um, so how do we overcome this? Uh, so we don't, you know, sin against God. You know, how, how do we remember these commandments? And Jesus actually answered this for us. And you can find that answer in a couple places. You can find it in Mark chapter 12, verses 29 through 31. And you can find the same answer in Matthew 22, verses 37 through 40. So that's Mark 12 and uh, Matthew 22. And I'm actually going to quote uh, from Matthew 22, verses 37 through 40. Um, and, and Jesus says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law And the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now, at face value, it looks like this is just two commandments. And you'd be right to think so. But let's look at it from a different angle. Because if you go back and you look at the Ten Commandments, as we we went through earlier, you're going to notice something. You know, the first four, they're all about loving God. You know, having him first in your life as your one and only, not to invoke his name wrongfully, um, you know, that that you give him praise and you give him worship. And the other six are all about loving others, loving your neighbor, right? And, And if you love others as Jesus would have you do, you know, if you love others like you love yourself... 
it gets a lot easier not to fall into those traps of, of you know, the devil and, and not to sin. You know, because, you know, if, if you love your parents, if you love others, you know, you're going to listen to them. You know, you're, go, you're going to hear what they have to say. You're going to take care of them. You know, um, if you love others, you're not going to want to kill them. Um, you, you know, you, you won't even harbor hate in your heart. And the Bible even tells us in First John um, 3 and in Matthew 5 that to hate someone, you know, to harbor hate in your heart is, you know, to, is the same as having murdered them in your heart. And so you'd still be subject to the same kind of judgment. So, you know, you, you, you have to, to love others and you have to forgive them Jesus, just as Jesus did for all of us when he was on the cross. All right. If, if you love someone, you're not going to cheat on them. You know, and, and, you know, if you love someone and, you know, they're already married, you're not going to cause them to cheat. Right. You're, you're not going to um, want to steal from people. You know, um, you're not you're, like I said, you're not going to lie to others um, or about them. You're, you know, you're not going to be jealous. You're not going to be envious for, uh, of what they have. You know, it's like, oh, that's cool. That's great. You deserve that. Absolutely. Proud of you. Great. You know, because what one person has isn't what you have. And there's a reason for that. You know, we, we our needs are all different and the Lord meets those needs. So simply put, you know, commit what Jesus said to memory. Love God with all your heart, mind and soul and love others as you love yourself. Just as Jesus loved. Right. So. It, it, that, that's it in a nutshell. That's the easiest way to remember it. Because, like I said, if you if you if you follow what Jesus said, the first you know the first commandment, the first four uh, of the of the ten are are satisfied, and, and you know, and if you follow the second, then the the other six are satisfied. Easy peasy, right? So um, the next question, this one, you would actually be amazed how often I get emails or questions from people, um, you know, even just in conversation and, 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 and simply put, would you be interested in having a medium or a psychic as a guest? Yep. That's the question. This is an actual question. I had so many requests and they've all gotten the same response from me. As a matter of fact, just recently, I've gotten three different emails from one person, uh, they're, they're a booking agent, trying to get a particular person booked with me uh, because they know of the podcast, right? And I've declined each and every single time. Uh, needless to say, the answer is a very hard no. No. Plain and simple. Why not? Well, that's easy. To, if, if you turn to Deuteronomy chapter 18... So that's Deuteronomy chapter 18, and specifically, you're going to look at verses 9 through 13. And the Bible says, When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or their daughter in the fire, who practices divination, or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord because 
of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. So the answer is a hard no. You know, as you see here, you know, the Bible tells us that these practices are evil. You know, crystal balls, astrology, talking to the dead, which by the way, those aren't your friends or relatives that they're talking to. If they're actually talking to anyone, they're demons, right? Most of the time, they're not even getting that. Most of the time, they're just kind of playing off of cues that you give them with certain questions because they lead you in a certain way so they can kind of tell you what you want to hear, right? But, you know, fortune telling and so on and so forth, you know, uh, lucky rabbit's feet, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, these are not the things of God. These are not part of his character. They are detestable to him. You know, now, if someone wants to go and they want to have a conversation about God, you know, on the side, sure, I'll talk to anyone about God, absolutely. And in these cases, I'm more than happy to rebuke, um, you know, the things that they're practicing and and, and offer them, you know, uh, the, the corrective guidance as the Bible points out, right? Uh, because, you know, the, the things that they're doing, you know, those these are the tools of the devil, you know, and his attempts to create doubt in you and others, you know, and none of us can afford to give him any kind of a fold in our lives, you know, I, so, you know, I, I don't care how many books they've written. I don't care how many awards they've won or sought how, you know, how sought after they are as a celebrity. You know, if you practice these things and you want to put them out in the world, you are wrong. Now, I know some of you might be thinking, you know, hey, some of these things are just fun. They don't mean anything. They don't cause any harm. And I'll tell you, you're wrong. If they weren't a big deal, if they didn't cause harm, the word wouldn't tell us that they do and that they are a big deal. Yes, even reading those horoscopes in the paper, looking up lucky numbers, you know, carrying those luck charms, like I said, the the rabbit's foot, you know, some people carry, you know, uh, the the little gems and that kind of stuff, or you know, they want to, you know, they want to put like the infinity sign on a piece of paper and keep it in their wallet, like that's some kind of little good luck charm that's going to make sure that they always have money with them, right? Um, you know, with the wearing of copper and certain things for aches and pains and all this other stuff that's, you know, it's, it's, it's just mumbo jumbo. There's, you know, even science has proven, you know, Hey, these things don't work for that. Right. But you know, they, they make a ton of money off of them, uh, you know, at late night at TV and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, you know, and I, I will say, you know, you're a Christian, you know, uh, and you're, you're participating in any of these practices or doing any of these things. You need to stop. You need to stop plain and simple. Do not give the devil a foothold. Do not give into the ways of the world. You know, I'd go on at length, but we just, we don't have the time for it. Uh, matter of fact, if uh, if you pull up season one of the podcast and you go back a ways, um, you can even, you know, look up, you know, Deuteronomy and the searches and stuff of the podcast. There's actually an episode dedicated to this specific subject. Um, you know, so uh, for those who keep asking, the answer is no. You know, uh, when I do have a, a guest speaker for anything or anything like that, you know, they're they're going to be vetted, and there's a reason for that. That's biblical as well. Um, but uh, you know, when it comes to having uh, these other people on and everything, no, we're we're not we're not even going to risk you know uh, any any kind of poison being put in anybody's ear. Absolutely not. The Bible warns us, and we're going to do what we're told. Right? We're going to be obedient Christians. So uh, moving on. Um, 
our next question, it's a lot easier to answer and a much shorter answer. Love the podcast. Love hearing what you have to say. However, I find the intro kind of dry and the, out- the outro kind of dry. Why don't you include any music in the podcast like you do in services? And the answer is this. While I would absolutely love to, copyright actually prevents that. You know, now while I could, you know, get licensed, you know, because I can do CCLI and so many others, um, you know, to use music here in the U.S., you know, in a handful of other countries, the goal is for the the entire world to have the ability to listen um, to the word, right? To 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 learn and to grow in their walk uh, with Jesus, you know. And unfortunately, there are many many countries that would flag or block us for using music. So for that reason alone, we don't include it with the podcast. Now, y'all know me. I'm a musician. I love music. Uh, you know, if, if, if you're in the area and you can come to service, hey, great. Come and join us. You can, you know, join us in praise and worship. Um, but, you know, keep, you know, uh, keep in mind there's a reason we don't do it here um, with, the, with the podcast. Now, with that said... You know, while each episode of the podcast is recorded independently, each episode actually follows the same sermons I've written um, virtually word for word. Okay, Um, you know, I I get out there and, you know, if I I have something, you know, and it starts going down a rabbit trail, guess what? It gets included. It's all added. Um, You know, I I got dictation here, the whole bit. So I can actually share, uh, you know, everything with you just as if you were coming into a service. You know, um, I've actually contemplated at, um, recording it all as one thing, um, you know, go, going live and just recording it and then having the audio to, to put into the podcast and that sort of stuff and, and having, you know, uh, you know, ha- having like virtual services uh, for people to watch. Because I know some of you do like the video. Uh, however, you know, uh, being able to filter out, you know, the, the different noises, the, the clicks, the pops, the background noises and all that kind of stuff, it, it actually makes it sound uh, a lot better than it would be otherwise. So, um, you know, while, while I am looking for a way to start doing video to satisfy that, like I said, um, I might just start recording stuff anyway, but the audio, let's just face it, the audio isn't going to be quite as nice as it is with the podcast. Um, you know, I, and, and I do do my best to speak the same um, here as I do in the pulpit or anywhere else. And those of you who know me, those of you who have been to, you know, services that I've had and stuff or have heard me preach um, in, in uh, various places, you know, you, you know, they, if you if you know these people, they can vouch for it as well. You know, be more than happy to introduce you. Um, and we have, you know, with that said, we have time for one more question. And this also has a, a shorter, well, not quite as short, but an easier answer. All right. Um, it is kind of short. If I'm saved by Jesus and nothing and no one else, then why do I need to be concerned about works or good deeds? So for this, to answer this, um, I'd actually say turn to James chapter 2, verses 14 through 26 all right so James chapter 2 verses 14 through 26 which many of us have heard summarized as faith without works is dead right plain and simple 
Um, you know, but I, I do recommend you read through that whole section there. Now, yes, uh, Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Jesus is who saves us. What this is referring to, though, uh, is it's not enough to talk the talk. You have to walk the walk. People need to see the Holy Spirit at work in your life. And we have to remember that. You know, we are all that many will ever see or know of God. So how you treat others, how you talk to people, how you respond to things, you know, all this stuff, it says a lot about who you truly are and what you truly believe, right? It speaks to your character as well, you know, and if you're doing things the right way, then God's character comes through. You know, uh, we can't all just be talk. When it comes time to take action, we have to act. We can't just be like, you know what? Hey, this is it. I'm a Christian. This is what the Bible says. But then it comes time to do stuff like, oh, no, not me. I'm backing away. We have to take action. All right. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You can cause just as much harm through action as you can through your inaction. Right. So you have to be involved. In Matthew 5, Jesus calls us the salt and the light. See, we have to go out into the world. We have to go out and we have to let the Lord shine through you. People need to see the Holy Spirit in you. And that's how we reach the world. You see, when you're kind and you're caring and you're helpful, it shows. And it makes people curious. And they start to think, you know, when when they see this and they see that this is part of your character, they start thinking, well, you know what? Maybe there's something to this whole Jesus thing, right? You know, because love and to love like Jesus it's not just words, it's action. It's not just talking the talk, it's walking the walk. And when you're all talking, you don't get involved, especially when you're needed. Well, what do people think? Like, oh, great, it's just another hypocrite. Another one of those Christians, they're all hypocrites, right? Go figure. So while your good deeds and your your works won't get you into heaven they sh- they they have the ability to show god through you they may very well be you know the your 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 words and your actions may very well be what sh- um, shines god's light in someone's darkest hour and that in itself may be the spark that they need to come to know jesus Plain and simple. While Jesus saves us, we can't just talk the talk. We have to walk the walk. We have to show what we believe in. We have to show what our conviction is. And what what we believe in and what our conviction is, is Jesus. And following him and his way. Well, then there's something different in you. And people see that. And they respond to that. All right, so that's our time for this week. Um, you know, keep those questions coming in. Keep those prayer requests coming in. You know, if I don't answer them in a service, you know, maybe in the future, uh, you know, we'll do another Q&A type thing like this. Um, but yeah, keep it all coming in. Of course, you know, you can find a, find out how to reach me there on our website or on the social media. Um, you know, just look up, uh, you know, if you're on Facebook or the internet, just look up, you know, Be the Light Sanctuary and uh, you'll find all that information there. So again, that's our time. Remember, you are loved. You are a blessing. Now go and be the church. Thank you all for joining us here today at Healing Scars with Pastor Burton. Please like, subscribe, and share our podcast on 
any platform it is that you tune into us on. If you do have any questions, any prayer requests, or would like to know more about our ministry, you can find us on our website at BeTheLightSanctuary.org or on Facebook at Be The Light Sanctuary. Uh, you could also find how to contact us there, whether it's direct message or email. We look forward to hearing from you all. God bless.